Welcome to the e-commerce lab by Ecomsi. This is the place for everything related to Amazon's private label and e-commerce. Learn exactly what you need to start or scale your business. Get insights from the top industry experts who will discuss the latest trends and best practices in the world of Amazon. From choosing products and sourcing from a supplier to setting up your Amazon account and marketing your business, you will hear it here. Let's get started. Here is your host, Vincenzo Toscano. Hello, guys. Welcome to another episode of the Commerce Lab by Comsi, the place of everything related to Amazon FBA, Pride Level, and e-commerce. My name is Vincenzo Toscano, your host, founder and CEO of Comsi. And today I'll bring you another special guest. His name is Neil, and he's the founder and CEO of Voltage, which is one of the top digital marketing agencies out there that specialize on helping businesses succeed on Amazon. That's why I wanted to bring Neil today, because actually before going live, having a conversation about, you know, the shift that the market is taking when it comes to how you successfully can uh, have a business on Amazon. Uh, what are some of the other channels you should be bringing into the question to successfully navigate 2024? So it's a pleasure for me, Neil, to have you here. I know you have so many years of experience and I actually have learned so many things from you as well. So welcome to the show. How you doing, my friend? Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. I'm doing great today. It's a beautiful day here in the country. We've got temperatures to near 60 degrees. And after it being like wow. negative five, we're out in t-shirt and shorts and enjoying ourselves. So <laughs> it's good to have sun and a little warm uh, where we live. So I'm, I'm feeling pretty blessed today. That's awesome. That's awesome. So um, tell me a little bit about you. Now, I know you've been in the space for so many years now. In fact, I told you when I ha had a look at your LinkedIn, I said, wow, you've been in the game from 2007, like huge amount of time. So I, I bet you have seen everything, the rise and fall, so many things. Yeah. So tell me a little about, about how you found the voltage. Yeah. And, and you know, what, what is the, um, what are some of the things you guys specialize in voltage? Right? Yeah. So, I mean, in simple terms to keep it non-boring, um, the, the simple 30 second overview of my life. <laughs> uh, <laughs> some people, you know, I don't like to get on and be like, you know, people talk for one hour about themselves. Nobody really cares. I want to get to the content that's most important, but just in simple terms. Yeah. I've been around since 2007. We got started in, in the Amazon space in 2012, uh, launching brands uh, specifically, uh, home and kitchen niche and other brands and have gone mm -hmm. on to pretty much sell in every brand uh, except electronics and every niche on Amazon. So I've got a breadth of experience in that. Uh, I've launched thousands of products and probably hundreds, if not a thousand brands between ourselves mm -hmm. and our clients. And so we've gotten deep into that market and probably been one of the longest, I think, people involved outside of maybe Amy Weiss uh, and, and a couple of yeah. my friends who have been in there just a little bit longer than me, uh, who mm -hmm. saw the kind of the early days and the growth of that market. Prior to that, I was in affiliate marketing. I was in paid traffic and media, uh, doing lead generation online, literally uploading spreadsheets into systems because there was no web interfaces like Facebook marketplace <laughs> and I mean Facebook and ads and Google and this stuff that wasn't existing in that same way. And I was doing affiliate marketing uh, specifically on mobile traffic for dating app downloads and got extremely wow. good at that and learned the media buying, which led me into really e-commerce and kind of owning the whole offer. So, I mean, in simple terms, that's me. I've been in the digital online world since 2007. Uh, and when I left IBM to go basically do my own thing, jumped out, uh, took a little early retirement opportunity because I didn't want to move to Argentina because that was my <laughs> option. And then basically set off on my own and never looked back and have stayed uh, involved in the e-commerce world for uh, most of that, really, uh, in some other way, shape or form, not just Amazon. And so that gives me, I mean, a little bit of insights into trends and changes and market shifts and adaptations in the market. And I think that's one of the most interesting things 
we can talk about today is, you know, 2024 is a very different mm -hmm. shift than yeah. I have seen in the world of e-commerce in the last 10 years. Yeah, for sure. I mean, first of all, congrats on everything you have achieved. I mean, the amount of experience you're bringing to the table is amazing. And in fact, all the things I hear about you and your company, Voltage, is always top notch. So keep up the, the good work. Um, now, regarding the topic, yes, I mean, I'm sure by working with so many clients, now you have started to identify what is the right business uh, approach when it comes to selling on Amazon. We always talk about, you know, we have wholesale, we have private label, we have arbitrage, we have so many different basically uh, ways of attacking this business. But yeah. realistically, I'm sure you have identified certain uh, basically, um, yeah, patterns around what what is working, what is not. So tell me a little bit based on everything you're seeing on a daily basis, what realistically is happening in Amazon 2024? Like, what you see is coming to the platform and what is going to work and what is not going to work anymore. Well, in, in obvious terms, they've made major shifts in their policy for product movement and logistics, causing basically a change in the way you have to move uh, the product and manage the product timeline. It's just in time, you know, inventory is, is one of the things most mm -hmm. people have not been that aware of in the past. They've been able to skirt around the concept of managing and right now you can't do that anymore um, no. due to the amount of volume, the pricing, the, the inventory. Uh, storage levels at FBA and, and up in yeah. AWD, their warehouse distribution, and even at the third parties, you know, more of the just-in-time logistics is very, very important right now. So you don't get the fees for having not enough inventory and the fees for having too much mm -hmm. inventory. You've got to move right okay. in that middle wave. And we've sort of been operating that way for, for many, many years. So it's not surprising to us to see those changes and it doesn't really affect us. But I know not, a lot of sellers are not really attuned to that. And it's specifically on the private label side, that's very different than say wholesale, retail, or any other kind of arbitrage based Amazon business model. Uh, things we don't do. <laughs> and I don't really recommend, honestly, because it's very hard to maintain the guidelines and profitability requirements of Amazon in today's world, 2024, than it was even just two years ago. And so you're seeing a lot of those types of models starting to fail very fast um, because they, are, they weren't really unsustainable. Yes, they're quick profits and they have upside potential. But once you get into employees, warehouses and, and infrastructure costs for growth or what are referred to as economies of scale in those business models, they start to top out really fast. And I discovered that in 2016 when we did our own version of that. And so got <laughs> history in that I had 20 something thousand square feet and 12 employees wow. running about 10 trucks a week uh, through a wholesale division before anybody was doing it really that I know on scale. Uh, in my network, I'm sure someone else was doing it. I just didn't know them. I, if I had, they hopefully would have told me to stop doing that because we had to shut it all down and fire everybody because really the wow. profit margins were not there. It was too much uh, yeah. to maintain and manage. And I created an 80 hour work week and I didn't want that. <laughs> I had brands and we run brands of our own and we have products of our own and we're sellers. And so that basically just took, you know, a, what we call a crime of opportunity in our business model now. Uh, yeah. to, to go do those kinds of things. So I really recommend people start with private label. Even now you start with private label and build an actual brand. It has the longest intrinsic value. It has the most upside mm -hmm. potential uh, in terms of not just profitability, but saleability. And as we are brokering and buying companies at Voltage, that's one of the things we look for. And I know a lot of the industry uh, of buying and selling an M&A, uh, mergers, acquisitions in this world are looking for that. And specifically, you can see it falling out um, from things like Thrasio and other companies that exactly. are now going back from. So. So, you know, they over leveraged and went too far. You know, you got to be smart. You got to sort of stay in the middle. Don't be on the extreme. And Amazon is still a huge opportunity for people just getting started. But I would always say, you know, go for private label while it's a little mm -hmm. bit more costly and a little bit more work up front. 
the middle and the longevity of the business model, create more sustainability for you and more profitability ultimately. And you build a saleable asset that somebody wants to purchase uh, in three to five years after you grow it. So it really is true business building in the end of the day, yeah. building assets. Yeah. It yeah. is more difficult and that makes it not for everybody. Let's just be very exactly. clear, right? Yeah, in fact, something um, that I love about private level is that you're building an asset. You're building something that you know in the long term and when you exit, and we all know that's where you make most of your money is when you exit your business. And with the wholesale, that's not the case because wholesale is all about the connections and, and the person, the supplier that you know. When you're gone, the business is gone, right? But at the same time, I bet you get this question all the time. Some people ask me, yes, private level, of course, have that advantage that you build an asset. But wholesale, you're working with brands that already have a demand. Is is you don't have to run PPC. It's basically just it's all about best pricing. So, what is your take and um, maybe a comment on those people that tell you that like, yeah, wholesale, you just have to find brands that sell and, and sure. you just uh, click sure. and forget. Well, let's say <laughs> you, you order five thousand units of a product that you're attached to someone else's listing. It's selling really mm -hmm. well, and for two or three months, or maybe even two or three years, that's going great. But then, let's say like in the first quarter of 2024 two of the major brands in Amazon pull their listing ability and take mm -hmm. it back private label and L'Oreal being one of them. Now you're stuck with thousands of units. You can't move. You'll violate the agreement on Amazon. If you try to sell them, you can't attach to their listings anymore. And they're also trying to make it a requirements of that change that you can't move it to third party places like eBay or other stuff. Well, they're coming exactly. after you, which means they're going to sue you for selling that inventory. So now you're stuck with it. So yeah. there are both pros and cons. Okay. That's one of the yeah. major cons. You don't control yeah. the listing. You don't control the brand. You don't control the outcome. You're at the mercy of the market. And you're usually playing with auto, uh, uh, you know, pricing tools and whatnot to try to outgun the other auto pricing tools mm -hmm. so that you can flip the exactly. product. And typically by the time it gets to market, it might have 10 or $12 in profit, but then you might end up with two and three dollars just to move it. And all the argument would be, well, Neil, I can move volume for me. Volume is a vanity metric just like revenue, just like how many units you sell a day and crap like that. Those are all vanity metrics, really. I know. Really? I know. At the I end know. of the day, it's how profitable can I sell a unit and how many can I sell in my account? That's all that really matters. From there, I can yeah. determine market share and upside potential of other products and whatnot. But all that matters at first is can I sell the freaking product, right? Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Are you only chasing? Yeah, that's right. And, and that's the thing. You're also always chasing because you, you are. never have the peace of mind that your pro is going to that pro is going to sell forever. So every single day is like you sure. have to be chasing the next brand, the next There's a lot of chasing and a lot of time, yeah. a lot of energy and effort that are put into that. And the outcomes yeah. are you are basically moving somebody else's brand. You are an affiliate of their exactly. brand. Let's call it what it is. Exactly. People want to call it wholesale. But at the end of the day, you are basically moving someone else's brand value. Okay. Exactly. For me, that was an opportunity that we took. Okay. Yeah. But it turned into a, what we call a crime of opportunity. Because really at the end of the day, <laughs> Somebody else is getting nicer Lambo, and he was like, "Well, if you work harder, I can exactly. get a nicer, you know, I can get a nicer now." Yeah, Lambo they, next year. I'm like, "Well, that sucks." Yeah, I mean, they showed the million dollars uh, accounts, but at the end of the day, well, what is the real profit? You seven seven percent net profit is what yeah. it ended up for us on eight yeah. figures, and we're like, "Well, yeah. dang it, we can get closer to thirty percent on private label for exactly. for multi seven figures and see that much more profitable and, and much more upside potential." Nobody wants to buy the job, and it turns into a job. Those are the negatives. Exactly. It literally turned into an eighty hour week. I had to fly to, uh, twice a month to Utah, and then deal wow. with human you know resource issues and other problems. It just became a big headache. So we ended up shutting the whole thing down. So if you're mm -hmm. wondering, well, I can flip a few products and made some side hustle cash and turn this into a hobby business. Okay, yes, there are pros to this. There are quick cash flips there are you don't have to build the brand and you can jump on and sell some products and maybe sell an extra thousand two thousand three thousand dollars a month or so okay 
And that, no one's going to shake a stick at that. Like I started from small means and humble beginnings. And, you know, mm -hmm. my back was against the wall and I flipped products for profit in order to get my business off the ground to feed my family. No shame in the game. Just understand is if you continue to raise that bar, you need to look at building something of an asset value. If you start exactly. there, you can move quickly. You can get going. But know that that is simply just a step on the pathway. Don't end up there. Don't build into tens of thousands of warehouse square feet and this kinds of stuff. That's where you're going to get into a lot of trouble. So those yeah. are, you know, there's opportunities to move faster into profit than private label and to move that profit relatively fast into a good place for you. And you might need that. Cool. More power to it. But mm -hmm. ultimately, you're building kind of a house of cards. You're building a foundation yeah. that's going to need a lot more infrastructure, a lot more cost, yeah. a lot more manpower. And if that's yeah. you and you wanted that manpower, OK, great. I mean, not everybody's cut out for business building. Not everybody's cut out to be an entrepreneur. Sometimes exactly. jobs are jobs. Yeah, and yeah. Maybe you want to build a job in your business and that's cool. Um, yeah. That's again, not to speak <laughs> negatively for those who are making money for their family and getting it done. Right. Yeah. Um, of course. But ultimately, you got to look at the bigger picture if you're going to work and be in three to five years worth of momentum to build something that somebody else wasn't willing to do. So you're going to live like nobody else can afterwards. And yeah. that, I will tell you that that end of that yellow brick road does not happen with 20,000 square feet of warehouse and 12 employees. You built yourself a job. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's great. I mean, you, you picture the whole thing so clearly, and it's great that you describe it in this way because I feel nowadays there's still so many, you know, gurus out there, there making are. it so easy. Like, yeah, have your warehouse, have your your you know your your products from different um, suppliers, make millions, and that's it. Buy the Lambo, and it's not like that. And I wanted to, you know, use your experience so you could describe the real. It's situation. not like that for everybody. <laughs> it's like that for the top two percent, maybe. Exactly. Right? Exactly. And yeah, and so exactly. there is that opportunity. Make no mistake. There's that opportunity at the top of every game. But yeah. you got a long road to hoe. Long way. Okay. Yeah. At the okay. end, it's better to take a little bit more time, energy, attention, and money to build the private label brand up. That is still an opportunity today. Amazon's economic engine is still growing faster and faster. They were still more profitable at the fourth quarter of 2023 than they were at the end of 2022. Okay. Yep. So, you know, people are still buying products like crazy. We had two clients get successful launches off the ground this week. Um, and so we're watching their business, you know, start to blow up, which is fantastic. So that is still a huge opportunity and upside potential for that, right? What you need yep. to look at is where is the rest of the market shifting and how do I stay up with that? That's just a fundamental of business, which is to know the market, understand the market and see where opportunities lie. As I'm building yep. a business and a brand and I'm starting, say, on Amazon because I'm brand new and I never sold anything online, it's great to go there because there are 150 exactly. million people buying every 30 seconds or less. Mm -hmm. Great. Send something to where the people are buying. It's 28% mm -hmm. of the market share. They're buying on Amazon, right? Yeah. The other thing that's exploding, and you and I talked a little bit about this, and this is a 2024 thing, really, is TikTok Shop, right? Three months that's into TikTok Shop, you got at least yeah. one brand I know of, two of them that have topped 800,000 units. Wow. of sales in three months. It is becoming a product discovery platform. It's becoming a brand discovery platform. It's very important to understand, you know, all of that. Of course, there's negatives. We'll talk about those too. No one, yeah, yeah. you're going to, we're going to balance <laughs> every time in my mind. I have to do this because so many people get on, yeah, right? Yeah. And they talk all about the positives and they sell all the exactly. hope and the dreams and all yeah, the opportunity. Yeah. And it's like, you need the balance. There's a balance to these mm -hmm. things, right? And by no shaking any stick, well, I consider myself a guru or a, you know, mm -hmm. Of, of TikTok, I TikTok am failing, up, <laughs> failing up in my own rights right now. I started yeah. to play with the affiliate TikTok Creator Shop. Yeah, uh, I've helped bring some of my clients along with that, so they can learn how to be, you know, uh, in that way and start making some cash, but also looking at the TikTok Shop side of it uh, as quickly as possible, which is where you sell your own products and brands. 
yeah. where I find it to be more fascinating myself right now in 2024 doing this is that it is another built in traffic channel that has its own okay. organic traffic. It's very important you understand the power behind that, right? Um, I could go to Shopify and open a store, but no one's going to find it. I've got mm -hmm. to move people to that offer. I got to move eyeballs onto the offer. TikTok shop right now, huge virility in traffic. Okay. Largest demographic growing right now is above 40 in age. So you're mm. getting a lot of the people. Wow. With, yeah. A lot of the people <laughs> who have the money are getting I, on. I TikTok. thought they were young ones. I, yeah. yeah. So yeah. there's your buying demographic, right? Somebody who has cash. And yeah. so at the end, you're seeing this trend go extremely fast through all these different kinds of products. The market right now is not matured enough. So you don't see a lot of the higher end products selling as much as you see the lower end products. I was, was going to say that. Yeah. It's just the a market thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's a shop, okay, like on Amazon. However, you, you know, unlike Amazon right now, they don't have any FBA, any fulfilled by Amazon sort of warehousing and storage mechanism. So you have to get a third-party logistics company. You have to mm -hmm. warehouse the product yourself and ship the product yourself, which is very much yeah. like the Shopify site. I think they have a beta there. by in the UK. They have like a beta fulfillment, but it's like a yes. invite only or something like that. Yeah, yeah they've mm -hmm. talked about it. They rumored it. They were going to attempt to That's pull it off last year and didn't just yet. But they went ahead and launched the shop. So right now you got, you know, to a UA space warehouse and 3PL mm -hmm. for your products. You can move the products. You cannot really drop ship, just to be clear. Yeah, exactly. In the yeah. way TikTok is very smart and the way they created their platform. So you have to mm -hmm. move products, even if you go drop ship from AliExpress or Alibaba exactly. or some other mechanism, you have to put them in a 3PL, right? Because they'll have mm -hmm. to be in a US based logistics, which is your opportunity too. But you still got to buy inventory. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. The There's extra filter. I mean, that's the plus. You're going to remove a ton of competition. Correct. They cannot drop ship. You know, so. Yeah, and they're not letting a lot of duplicate brands on there right now, selling a lot of duplicate products, which I find interesting. Mm -hmm. So as you start to become one of the dominants, there are certain market segments where there are two or three people sort of leading the whole thing. And you've got to come in with something relatively unique, just like Amazon. You've got to come in with something more brand worthy. You can't just flip a standard, you know, AliExpress product on TikTok shop right now. You may okay. make a few dollars, you may make a few thousand, but you're not going to see the longevity and growth of it because there are other brands moving much faster into that as a branded okay. space. And what you're finding is that a lot of Amazon sellers are getting on to TikTok shop very fast. Okay. So you'll see the crossover okay. happening. And we've just we've been watching this through a couple of larger brand accounts. And, you know, 25 percent crossover is happening. They'll see it on TikTok oh. shop. But they don't trust it yet. They're not buying it yet. And they're going to the Amazon app and, literally on their phone it, yeah. and finding mm -hmm. it on Amazon and buying it there. It's about 25 percent okay. roughly right now. Wow. Plus or minus. Okay. So I don't see okay. that changing just yet because you're seeing that people go and buy even higher priced products on okay. Amazon. Yeah. Even, even though they saw the lower price product, they're realizing, well, this might just be a cheap Chinese piece of crap. Yeah, I was going to mention that, like, in terms of pricing. <laughs> that's right? They're looking at the price points. People are getting savvy. We've been online for long enough, yeah. right? You can't just manipulate buyers into certain product values anymore because people yeah. are getting very savvy about what they buy. And so they'll get over yeah. and they'll be like, okay, I, it may be $10 more on Amazon. And their mind suddenly goes, yeah, of course it is. Because otherwise, it's a mm -hmm. cheap Chinese piece of crap. Yeah. So they'll buy the more expensive one on Amazon. Okay. So you have to look at how those shops are created. We've put a couple of shops online. I'm by no means any selling a lot of product on that right now. We sold a few units. That's the truth. So I'm not mm -hmm. even going to pretend to be an expert right now. I have driven yeah. thousands of dollars through the affiliate side. Mm -hmm. And so I'm working with some people right now to help get that into a position where it will benefit my brands inside of uh, Voltage and my client brands to put them in a yeah. position to take adaptability into TikTok shop with their products and brands as quickly as, as possible. And I'm bringing experts inside of Voltage who nice. were telling me how to do that and showing us how to do that. And one of them is a lady named Tammy who's run up to a million people on her wow. accounts inside of TikTok. And she knows exactly how to and been doing it for four years. So she's okay. joined the Voltage team. She's becoming our TikTok insider brand expert 
and is helping my clients and everybody inside of our brand move into TikTok shop opportunity. And I got a couple of students I discovered the other day. I have one that uh, <laughs> I've known since 2015 who is now one of the top candy sellers on TikTok shop. And I'm like, holy crap, I didn't even know you guys were doing that. So next week, I'm having them inside of our private mastermind chat to talk exactly about how they built this brand yeah. uh, in the United States and they're blown it up on TikTok. Like they're selling 100,000 units or more. So, so gonna, this TikTok, uh, out of out of curiosity, because I'm sure a lot of people are going to ask this, like, do you need to have also a very strong content strategy? Like, because we know TikTok is very, it's heavy, heavy content. content. So you need to do a lot of content. Can you even run ads on TikTok shop? So You can, but organic right yeah. now with affiliate traffic is your opportunity. Um, okay, they yeah, have yeah. a whole affiliate center inside that'll give you basically the ability to reach out to thousands and thousands and thousands of user-generated content, UGC content creators, whose whole job is okay. to be in the TikTok shop creator side and make money okay. off of affiliating products. Or they showing your product, basically. Yeah, they're just arbitraging through affiliation. They're putting up videos, mm -hmm. they're promoting the product, and bam, they're making a commission, three, five, 10, $12 or more. And then they don't touch wow. the product or do anything except make the videos. So there's a whole group mm -hmm. of people that are becoming just creators. Living out of that, yeah. Yeah. So I've taught my people how to become creators and they're starting to flip products for creation. So they understand the brand content piece. That's the, that's the stepping stones. I brought a bunch of people into what we call our simple profit playbook. And with that, they're learning how to become creators. So they understand the language, the market and the mechanism as they move to brand ownership, they'll understand exactly what the affiliates need to do and how to promote their products, which will take advantage of it. And so we're moving to the next steps of shop really quick, but overarching, you know, the, the Amazon channel is still the largest channel by measure. It is still yep. the largest channel of moving inventory and the fastest way right now for you to build brand and brand growth, but understand Shopify is brand discovery right now. It's brand discovery because of uniqueness yep. of your ability to yep. combine social with direct purchasing. If you look mm -hmm. at the way Twitter and, and, uh, Facebook now meta and the others have tried to do it. They have a bit of a disparity gap between pulling somebody from social into one of the mechanisms of which they buy the product. They yeah. tried to work that backwards and have done a very crappy job of it. It is turned into a very <laughs> yeah. crappy job, right? Amazon just led through with their mobile app. So you can literally connect your Amazon store to a Facebook mobile app and buy directly. Yeah, yeah. So that's yeah. a, a unique opportunity right there. If you're not aware of it, you should look at that. Okay. Cause you can mm -hmm. literally point to click purchases inside of the Amazon, you know, meta ad. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Huge opportunity for Amazon sellers. If you're not taking advantage of that, mm -hmm. you need to take advantage of that. But then TikTok shop should be something you're actually really looking at. Even if you're imperfectly doing it, it will elevate your Amazon account. Referral traffic from TikTok right now is. Yeah, is it's free public. traffic, basically. It's free, free external traffic, traffic. Free yeah. exposure. You know, you, you can no longer use brand referral links in TikTok because they yeah. basically shut that of off. Course. How do yeah, I know? Yeah. Ask me because they killed all of my <laughs> brand referral links. They torched my Amazon related uh, agency ads account right wow. before they launched shop three years ago. They literally went in and retroactively uh, stopped yeah. all of my ads and said they were all banned. And then it banned my wow. entire account. And then wow. they banned brand referral links and then they opened TikTok shop. So there's a bit of a sneaky <laughs> move, right? Yeah. Uh, to do that, they weren't playing fair. And I think that'll probably backfire on them in the future, if you ask me, Yeah. Uh, yeah. because of the way they did people. But that's forced a lot of those you know, Amazon affiliates and influencers who had, you know, link trees and whatnot to forcibly get into TikTok shop creator, which has helped create their explosive growth because they had a mm -hmm. following, they had a base, they had a know-how, their link trees to Amazon brand referrals, which gave them commissions for their influencer side, did, got broken. So all of a sudden mm -hmm. they had to go to TikTok shop creator and get those same ads up to make the money they were making before. So there's yeah. been a whole eco shift in the last three months, which is creating a huge amount of opportunity this year. So my structure format is still the same as it was. You just have to adapt the rules to the game. 
And it's changed because these platforms are coming online very fast in 2024. Mm -hmm. Amazon's changing some of the rules of policy and inventory awareness. You got to make sure that. Mm -hmm. But Amazon is still the place to buy products. Yeah, it's just for sure. changing from the place where you discover brands. So it's very powerful mm -hmm. to understand the difference there. Your brand could be discovered on shop, even if you're not making a lot of sales. But you can watch the elevation of your Amazon business on the backside. Impressions. Yeah, exactly. Yep. So we're yeah. watching that actually occur uh, as we go forward. Yeah, fascinating yeah. stuff happening. Good. And in terms of um, categories, like, are you seeing something working better than other type of pros? Like maybe, I don't know, makeup because it's more uh, inclined to, you know, influencer doing like tutorials and all of that works better Absolutely. than maybe selling yeah. a chair. Like, are you seeing those kind of things? Health and wellness, beauty and electronics mm -hmm. are the top three. Okay? okay. Which are also the hardest top three to break into on Amazon. Exactly. Yeah. So just be aware of that, folks. There's ways to move laterally if you're creative in your mind because we're innovators, we're not inventors of brands. Mm -hmm. okay? But you can move innovations laterally on some of these products. I've already been witnessing it and making notes and looking at certain products that are selling brand-wise on the TikTok shop because it has to mature certain brands. It will have to, or it will simply become another Shine or a Timu, and they will lose their market share to those guys because they've already made exactly. massive moves in the marketplace. So TikTok mm -hmm. can't do that. And they might, they can't, but they might do it anyways, <laughs> and we're going to watch and see, right? The end yeah. result is they're going to have to elevate their product brand line. So for us, it's always elevation of brand line and profitability first. Profitability begets growth. These are the pillars of the four pillars we follow. But you know, growth will get you to scale and scale gets you to an exit, the four pillars, okay? But it starts with mm -hmm. profitability. Everybody wants how many units you move. That's not sexy, that's vanity. They want how much mm -hmm. revenue. That's not sexy, that's vanity. Um, how many units? Once again, not sexy. It's the profitability. So we've got to see certain product profitabilities on the Amazon side above $12 in net profit per unit, or we simply don't play there which means mm -hmm. products are 50 to 150 in retail price point. They have to be. And by the way, if you go look at the stats from fourth quarter of 2023, those were the highest sold products on Amazon. Everybody exactly. thinks it's all the sub 30 in the in the lower price product. Yeah, I mean, that's cool. what the gurus teach you. Like you sell oh, a yeah, 50 no. product, shoe, shoe box, but not, not heavy. And no, go look know. at the data. You'll be very surprised. Yeah, they, that's that's why all people end up selling the same thing over and over. The same Too much saturation at that level. We have brand valuation at the level we play at. So I see the next move for TikTok shop is people who get into that and, and cross brands over and, and see prices in the 50 to 150 mm -hmm. on TikTok shop because I believe it has to go that way if it's going to mature properly or otherwise it'll be another, another worth the channel. It'll just turn into a shine like or a wish or like a wish you know or a wish, wish. Yeah, wish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i love the memes that came out from wish yeah. right it was like i bought this on amazon and this is what yeah. i got from wish and it was like this yeah. tiny little thing and it was like it was I, i'm afraid dope. about tiktok because people by the conversations i'm having they have that concern they already feel things they buy on tiktok is a scam yes. or very cheap so if they right. don't change very quickly they're gonna win the reputation that is it's difficult to then clean you know so, and they're making a lot of incentives to kind of make that happen what i say somebody yeah. brand new without any experience in e-commerce go start on tiktok shop possibly yeah. i would i would say it's a gray area i'd say go cautiously I mean, mm -hmm. my gut wants to say yeah absolutely you need to go get there but then i can see really quickly how you're going let's to say you have to choose between yeah. let's say Walmart it's, or TikTok, which one will you do? Well, but Walmart's only like 8% of the market share when it comes to mm -hmm. the .com, right? Amazon's like 28% of the market share. So if you're going to spend your time and energy on somewhere where the money's being made, go to Amazon because yeah, yeah. that's still 28% of the market share. Of course, of course. Well, yeah, TikTok yeah. is growing extremely fast, 
the buying power is still on Amazon. Now they're going to have to change and adapt too, which is why I see Amazon looking to make some really big shifts this year. And they're starting to already roll some of that out. They have to, exactly. uh, okay. or they're not going to stay in the same competitive mode. They're going to lose a lot of that market share, but by no means is TikTok shop going to overtake the top three. Yeah, like, it's it yeah. just, it's going to take a decade or more for them to do that. They're moving extremely fast, but let's be realistic, right? Um, mm -hmm. They can't do the same infrastructure that Amazon has. So I see them, combining forces or being they're going to forcibly get back into more of a joint venture space with Amazon, which means I, I see them releasing some of the stuff they're doing right now because they're going to find out if they become that isolated, that big of an island, if they remove brand referral links, if they don't let you talk about Amazon mm -hmm. and the platform and stuff like that, they're simply going to lose market share. They're going to fall off. And this is my prediction, having data and time and market, they're going to have to come back to these things that they just killed. They're going to have to get back to it because they're going to watch themselves shrink because they're going to be seeing a lot of people who are like, well, this is Chinese crap. Right. I don't want that. <laughs> exactly. That's not what I really wanted. That's not, it's like it's going to fade out really fast. Right. Awesome. But again, every market shifts and every change has occurred. And right now it's a good opportunity if you're an Amazon brand owner to consider the shop in TikTok shop. If you're going to start there, just consider the same logistical problems of moving inventory, exactly. buying inventory and, and being like a Shopify seller. Still, you will need a TPL basically. Yeah. Still going to exist. You still have to play the same game on Amazon. So at the end of the mm -hmm. day, if you're going to buy and move to a product profitability and ask yourself, you know, what the hell am I going to sell? Make mm -hmm. sure that it's at a level that it will, will match on Amazon and shop uh, on TikTok shop and move them both forward, right? Because now you're moving That's into cool. dual organic channels and, and shop isn't that hard to sign up. It's actually right now okay. really easy compared to Seller Central. Um, yeah, it's straightforward. Can, yeah. yeah, it's super simple on TikTok shop right now. So you might as well go ahead and claim your brand stake and claim Just your brand case, on yeah. them and, and set up that flag yeah. and point it there, even if you don't do anything with it yet. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome, man. So, I mean, it's been such an amazing conversation. I, I learned so much. I need to go back to my team now and start implementing some stuff. Um, so before we end, is there anything else you would like to share in terms of, you know, what has been happening and what is going to happen in 2024 mm. for all those private levels as an advice or maybe just a, a voice of encouragement for what yeah. we're seeing in the space. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's do both because at the end of the day, you know, it takes three things to become an entrepreneur. It takes tenacity, yeah. grit, and perseverance. If those are not three things ingrained in your brain, then this may not be the business model for you. Okay. You may want to go do real estate. Because that's kind of mm -hmm. just like, it just kind of stays the same exactly. for a long time, right? There's it's a volatility right, <laughs> of e-commerce <laughs> that does require you to have sort of a natural ingrained ability to overcome objections, personal objections, mental objections, yeah. challenges in the market, and, and persevere through that. When you do, you become part of the unique tribe. You become part of the, the, the group of people who are successful building these companies at the end exactly. of the day. And I would encourage anybody who, who is okay with a little risk and okay with the opportunity of building something and building a new life, a dream, a, you know, an opportunity for three to five years and shifting their move away from something that's side hustle or hobby business and really focus into what is a business model that can last me for a long time. That's what I'm talking about because that's how I live. I, I live on 50 acres in the country now. This is my life, <laughs> podcasting and talking and building brands online. You know, I homeschool my four daughters with my wife. We live a dream a lot of people do. We got a heritage seat garden. We live in the country. And we absolutely enjoy the freedoms that America still allows, which a lot of people don't think exists, but I'm here to encourage <laughs> you it still exists. And it's right in front of you to go get. So just literally turn off all that other crap, right? Just just put on a little bit of blinders, okay? Just know you're going to have to work through the process. And quite honestly, you're going to separate yourself from all that noise, right? Don't listen to the noise. Turn it off. There's so much opportunity with e-com. The end of last year was projected about $1.1 trillion in sales, which was up from the 800 uh, or just under uh, uh, one uh, uh, billion in sales in the United States. Where sorry, I get the numbers right because the global side 
is going to go from about 6.4 to 6.7 on prediction mm -hmm. this year, which means the global e-commerce side is still huge and is barely tapping the surface of some of the largest industries in the world. So it's not there yet. If anybody says, you know, e-commerce is a down and people don't want to buy, well, record sales for the fourth quarter last year would prove you wrong. People are yeah. still buying products. I mean, if you bought $1.50 in gasoline three years ago, you're paying $3.50 for it now. So guess what? Products will shift in the market. And while inflation changes happen, people still want products. And so I would always advise people who are looking for a business, an opportunity, if they want to build it up so it's an almost automated income FBA, they need to follow certain processes and, and things to do that. That way they can hang out with their family and not work 80 hours a week because I've been down that path and I can teach you a different way. But at the end of the line, you know, there's a huge amount of opportunity for brand building and growth starting with Amazon and this year, but shifting into a secondary channel. You need a secondary channel. The last part of that yeah. is when you build a business, you need multiple channels because the opportunity mm -hmm. to exit becomes much greater. People need to understand yeah. that is the business strategy to build an exit. Okay, that is your opportunity to build an exit. Once you learn how to do that, you unlock the keys to the kingdom. And sales fixes everything. So I would encourage everybody to get in there, learn how to make some sales. Don't treat it like a side hustle or a hobby business. If you're gonna be serious, build a business opportunity with it. And then you will see that there's so much potential that you might be missing. And that's uh, that's my word of encouragement for everybody. Wow. Don't don't give up. Wait to bless it. Wait to bless it. Very good, man. Awesome. So I know you also have a very interesting book that you just released. Uh, so tell us a little bit about that and how people can yeah. get a hold. And finally, also how people can reach out to you and, and your company. Yeah. Well, in simple terms, um, Voltage has a playbook. We've had it. We've been around for a long time. This is our 11th, almost 12th year in Amazon's business space. So the playbook we've written has been adapted and grown through thousands and millions and millions of dollars and millions of units moved. And that playbook we put into a book format in, in what's called Almost Automated Income with FBA. It's available on Amazon and our website. We've got like a 70% off deal going on our website right now where you can grab it. But uh, my mentor who's been around with me since about 2016, um, Kevin Harrington, oh. who's taught me a lot about business and physical product growth. He was mm -hmm. original shark on Shark Tank and has done billions of dollars yeah. in sales. And yeah. he's been a huge instrument in the in the forward progressing aspect of the, of yeah. the physical product world business between infomercial creation, which he, was, he invented and other stuff. He was, I had the honor of having him write the uh, forward for the book. Uh, and he talks about some of the business and things that we've done together in that book. And really the interviews of the podcast people that I've been honored to, to be a part of my high voltage business builders podcast were featured in there. There's 15 of them. Mm. Each of them are different industry experts in what they do best. But in the areas we spoke about in the interviews, it actually follows the five steps of our playbook. And each expert was telling their, you know, their piece of that tied to the way that our playbook work, works. And that became the book. So it was kind of a, okay. a long labor of love. Uh, between the podcasting and writing the book, uh, about over a year worth of effort in that. And then we wow. just released it uh, in January of this year and became number one new uh, release in entrepreneurial uh, and marketing uh, on Amazon. And uh, now we're using that to kind of forward the understanding of literally building a business that creates a lifestyle that can allow you to live and breathe and, you know, ride on the beach, literally, or, or do other yeah. things, not in the Google <laughs> mindset, okay? But in yeah. a real business building format, it gives you that freedom and opportunity to create that. And we talk about that through the entire component of the book. Awesome, Neil. So thank you so much. I'm going to make sure to put all the information down in the description. And in the meantime, awesome. I appreciate your knowledge. I'm looking forward to having the next one. Thank you so much for being here. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm honored. I appreciate your time. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to The E-Commerce Lab by EcomC. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. While you are at it, 
we would appreciate it if you could leave an honest rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. That will make it easier for others to find out about the show and benefit from it. Want more? Visit our website at www.ecomc.com where you can get your first consultation for free. Or find us on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn at ecomc.com.